Silvio Berlusconi is arguably the most important prime minister in Italy in the last 20-25 years. He is, to start with, the longest-serving prime minister in Italy since the end of the Second World War. Perhaps more interestingly, he is extremely important because Italian politics before Berlusconi was very different from after he came to power in the early 1990s. For many, Berlusconi personified the idea of the businessman in politics. For others, they would say, not really. Italy had before Berlusconi the same symbol of money in politics in the shape of Giovanni Agnelli. Agnelli, the shine of the extremely wealthy, ultra-influential Agnelli family from Torino in northwestern Italy, has been for decades since the late 1940s and before him the family for many, many decades, extremely powerful, exerting immense influence over the politics of northern Italy and arguably the whole of the country. But there are differences between Berlusconi and Giovanni Agnelli. Agnelli represented a family that had or has history, has connections to many power circles in the country, whether in Roma, in Rome, or in the northern part of the country, or even some in some cases in the southern part of the country, Berlusconi on the other side was one man. To a very large extent, he represented himself. And that gave him a lot of freedom, a lot of space for maneuvering in the political scene of the country. There was also a social difference between Agnelli and Berlusconi. Agnelli represented old money, almost aristocracy in Italy, almost. Berlusconi was the exact opposite. He was, to a very large extent, a self-made man, coming from within the Italian middle class and rising to the top of the business community, the economy, and ultimately politics. This very much personal positioning of Silvio Berlusconi in the country made him a sole player, a one-man show, if you'd like, because he was certainly far from the Italian aristocracy. He was far from the conservative forces in the society, whether conservative by political or socio-political values, whether conservative in terms of being close to the Catholic Church, of course, in Rome, and that is extremely important and influential, has been for centuries in the Italian society. Berlusconi, of course, was not only far, far from the Italian left, which was very powerful in the 1970s, 1980s, he was actually almost an enemy of the Italian left, and 
in addition to all of that, he was also very far from the institutions of the Italian state, whether we are talking about the bureaucracy, the civil service, the diplomatic service, the different echelons of power, circles of power in the administration in the state. Actually, for many of these institutions and these circles of power, Silvio Berlusconi was almost a shock to them because his way of talking, of political campaigning, was very much that of the street in Italy. He was far in his attitude, in his manners, in the way he carried himself and presented himself to the society, was very far from the manners, the attitude of the upper middle classes, let alone of the establishment or far, far from that of the aristocracy. Perhaps that was the underlying message of his narrative, of the way he wanted the people to see him, that I am a self-made man. I represent you, the masses, as opposed to circles within the establishment, within the traditional economic elite, within the traditional politically powerful circles that were in history far from the masses, far from the largest sections of the society. This reach out to the Italian middle classes and the lower middle classes was very timely. It came at a very perfect timing, actually, because in the early 1990s, Italy witnessed a transformative campaign to cleanse its politics, its economy, from the influence of the organized crime or organized crime groups. That campaign came to be known as the Mani Politi, the clean hands, which was the work of a number of judges who took it upon themselves to launch a major campaign against the Cosa Nostra, one super powerful strand of the Italian Mafia, which was, of course, for decades, very well connected in different circles in the economy, as well as at the upper echelons of Italian politics. Actually, the Mani Politi campaign is by itself an extremely interesting and important episode in the social and political history of Italy and that of Europe. What matters for us here, however, is that it resulted in major changes within important circles in the economy and in politics, whereby many politicians were either imprisoned or forced to get out of the public life or were forced to leave Italy altogether. And because of that, the Italian socio-political scene, as well as the Italian political economy, basically the landscape of politics, became much less crowded. There were openings 
that started to appear in the early 1990s and because of that Silvio Berlusconi was able to rise quite quickly relatively easily to arrive at the summit of Italian politics to become prime minister yet the experience of Silvio Berlusconi was from the very beginning and throughout the past 25-30 years a bit fraught with a number of issues. To start with the model he presented in Italian politics and by extension in European politics was that of a one-man show. It was very much about him rather than about a movement. The party he, or the parties, because he actually established more than one party, the parties that he had established, the political movement that he gave rise to, the political thought that he embodied and propagated, all of that centered round him. And whereas often, as we have seen throughout many, many examples in history, there is a bit of glamour, a bit of high hopes that get associated with one-man shows, with charismatic people who enter politics, very, very often such movements that revolve round one person lose the shine, lose the glamour, and very often result in major problems, if not catastrophes. Also, in the case of Berlusconi, there were many examples and, and rumors and legal cases that cast a bit of shadow on, his, on the way he behaves, on his lifestyle. And yes, in the societies of the Mediterranean, we are often forgiving about such matters, but if such matters are very much under the limelight for many years, and if they get very often invoked, and if many stories and rumors keep coming back and back, all of that casts shadow on the entire political example, the entire political experience, such as in this case, that of Silvio Berlusconi. Much more importantly, however, many leading institutions in Italy, the institutions that lie at the core of the Italian state, so Berlusconi often as representing points of weakness, if you'd like, in the Italian modern experiment. That's an interesting point to reflect upon because Italy, like other countries that has a long history, a long civilization, and very illustrious modern history, has points, characteristics in its long history, whether in the ancient past, in the medieval ages, or in the last 150, 200 years, that are marvelous that are points of real social strength. Yet, like many countries of that long history and rich experiences, it also has points that could very well be seen as weaknesses in the society. 
several important Italian institutions. So in the experience of Silvio Berlusconi, some sort of representing such social weaknesses. And that's why in the reckoning, in how they looked at the rise of Silvio Berlusconi and the decades in which he was very much at the core of Italian politics, they saw an invoking of things uh, that are not super civilized in the Italian history, things that are not super beautiful in the modern Italian experience. And that's why there has always been tension and often serious tension between these powerful state institutions and Silvio Berlusconi and the political movement that he led or represented. Ultimately, however, there were so many aspirations and hopes and promises entailed in the political project of Silvio Berlusconi while the results did not meet these aspirations and hopes. Many people saw in the rise of Silvio Berlusconi that there will be major changes in the business environment, major momentum for entrepreneurship, serious change in regulations, in governance, in ways of doing business, in access to finance, in the competitiveness of different companies, and importantly, in the economic conditions of large sections of the Italian society. The results, however, after 25-30 years in which he was at the core of Italian politics were not really immense changes in all of these issues. Crucially, the conditions of the middle class did not dramatically improve as a result of the time that Silvio Berlusconi was in power or the time in which his political movement was represented in the governing coalitions of the country in the past 25-30 years. Even in foreign policy, before Silvio Berlusconi, the key powers that exerted a lot of influence on European foreign policy, on European thought, on the European project as a whole, were France and Germany. After 25-30 years in which he was a major force in Italian politics, still France and Germany exert immense influence over the entire European project. Some would say other countries increased their presence, their influence over the macro pan-European political system, such as Poland, for example. But it is difficult to say uh, that Silvio Berlusconi led to a major rise in Italian presence on the European landscape as a whole. So basically, the results of Silvio Berlusconi's political experience as a whole, the deliverables, did not really match the aspirations and often the promises. That's why now that Silvio Berlusconi has died, his party, his political movement has come to be one component, among others, in the right coalition leading Italy in 2023. And 
there's a real question mark on whether his political party or the entire political movement that he led or inspired real question mark on whether it will survive after he now has left the scene. There are many in Italy who would say that despite all of these issues, the man has inspired certain changes, has led certain changes within the political economy of the country. And that's why now that he has left the scene, there are many, there are quite large groups in the country that do look at his time in power and the past 30 years in which he was a key force in Italian politics and society, they do look with a bit of nostalgia. But whether one agrees with these feelings, with that assessment, or is more inclined to the idea that there are many serious issues in the experience of Silvio Berlusconi in Italian politics, in the period from the early 1990s until 2023, that's a personal assessment. And I think it's very important, actually, for anyone who is interested in Italian politics and European politics. What matters here is that Berlusconi's experience over this period was indeed consequential. And that's why it is really worthy of reflection upon.